Hello, my friends, and welcome to Time Between Times Storytelling with me, Owen Staten. The festive time of year is ending, but a new beginning comes. We look forward to the new year dawning, where all our hopes and dreams begin anew. Welcome, my friends, to this place where tales are told in a traditional way. This may be my last one for this year. I'm not sure. We'll see how the mood takes me. So, if it is, I just want to thank you all for your support throughout the year. It means the world to me to see that people all over the world are listening and enjoying these tales told by me in the back room of my house, looking out at the gloomy darkness sitting here alone, knowing that you are listening. Dior or Galon, thank you ever so much for those who have supported me on Patreon and Kofi. A special thanks. I know that times are tough. I know what it's like. But for you to give something of what you have to me for a tale told makes me feel like a travelling player of old. Someone who would travel around telling stories. That, indeed, makes me happy. Please get in touch if you have some stories you'd like to hear me tell. I'm going to do some new things in the new year. We're going to have some guests on the show, which will be interesting. But don't worry, I will continue to tell old ghost stories, old folk tales, in a traditional way for you to enjoy. If you want to follow me on Twitter, that would be great as well. I love hearing from people who listen to the show and enjoy the show. But in the meantime, whoever you are and wherever you are, sit back and listen to a short ghost story that I heard the other day that made the hair on the back of my neck stand on end. But first of all, sit back, relax, and let's go to the time between times. The time when it's neither night nor day, but the sun has gone, and the sky is grey. The time when the veil between our world and the fairy world is wafer, wafer thin. So thin, that for a few moments, and just a few moments, you can reach into their realm. And for a few moments they can reach into ours. Now is the time that people see lights in the sky. Now is the time that people see fairies. Now is the time between times. So pick up your coat off the hanger by the door. Close and lock the front door of your house and walk down the old stone path to the road. The cars are running quickly tonight. The fog is starting to descend. You take the right turn on the road and head to the woods. It's right in front of you like a great black wall. But you step on the old dead leaves, now wet, as you make your way into the winding forest path. Round and around you go, deep into the heart of the woods. As you walk, you become aware that you are being watched, you are being listened to. Small figures dart from tree to tree, shadows, and shadows, shadows, 
a scene looking. But you are not afraid, for you are going to somewhere that is special to you, somewhere that you enjoy like no other, somewhere where you love to gather, and all that gather there are friends. You are heading to the fire pit at the heart of the forest. You cross the bow of a hill, and there it is in front of you, a spluttering flame. Many of your friends have already gathered. Some have had good years, some have had bad. But all are here for stories. And whilst they are here, all those memories, be they happy or sad, are banished just to awaken their imagination right now. You take your seat on an old wooden log. You are past a small bowl of broth, and there is a warming drink. You look up, and in the sky there is both the sun and the moon, and the stars. The storyteller stands up and begins his story. And for just a few moments, you will think of nothing else. Many years ago, in the year 1848, on an old road near Colwinston, there happened something very, very strange. The old road from Bridgend to Cardiff is long and winding and dark, and many are the tales that happen there. There are stories of phantom funerals, an ancient tale of an old ghostly lady and a ghostly child who wander that path, seen by many travelling home late at night. There is also the tale of phantom hounds rushing through the fields, baying into the night. But none of those stories are what we will tell tonight. Our tale is far more horrific. Our tale is far darker. Our tale sends shivers down your spine. In 1848, a man called Llewellyn was making his way from Bridgend to Cardiff. He had walked that long road throughout the day and hoped to arrive home in Cardiff just in time for night to fall. He was tired and his legs were weary. And there, as you leave Colwinston, there's a hill that goes upwards which is known as Crack Hill. It is long, it is steep, it is really heavy on the legs, and it is so incredibly dark that sometimes you cannot see your hand in front of your face. But Llewellyn made his way up this hill. Every step felt like a mile. His long journey had taken hours but just far away he could see the lights of Cardiff and knew that home was not too far. He carried on his back a bag where he had bought many things that he was taking home. It was heavy, but it was okay. The night fell like a shroud. Every step echoed down the path. Far away he heard church bells ringing when suddenly Something jumped on his back. <gasps> he leant forward and felt a great weight almost driving him to his knees. He turned around and could not see anything, but felt a presence 
a dark mass sitting on his back. At one point he fell to his knees and tried to grab behind him, but his arms just went through the air. He stood up again, with great effort, turned around, but again could see nothing. He felt as if his bag now weighed three times as much as it had originally done, but still carried on walking, stepping forward. But then by his right ear, he heard the sound of breathing and smelt a fetid breath that smelt like the depths of a swamp. Who are you? Why do you stand with me? Why do you sit upon me and create this burden? I am he that dwells on this hill. I am he who will be carried at will. I am he, and a burden I am. I am he of Colwynstan. <laughs> at this point, Llewellyn turned around, and there sat on his shoulder was a haggard, small, grimy-faced figure. His nose was long, and underneath his teeth were broken and white. His eyes were as dark as night, but glowed yellow in the moon. He wore on his head a small, ragged-looking hat. <laughs> I pray thee, deliver me, Lord, of this burden, cried Llewellyn. And suddenly... That creature upon his back bounded quickly away, hit the road and started to roll down the crack hill behind him. He spun on his heel and saw it roll to the bottom of the hill before leaping and bounding over an old stone wall down into what was a quarry. Llewellyn looked again and saw the creature land in the quarry and suddenly the light of the sky lit up with an explosion coming from when the creature landed. A great scream rent the air. And then silence. Needless to say, the burden of his bag did not feel so much, and he ran all the way to Cardiff. The second story involves a horse and trap leading the same way, but five years later. The driver of this horse and trap called Philip encountered a similar thing. But this time the creature landed on the trap behind him, and its weight seemed to even bear down upon the horses. He turned around and described exactly the same creature sitting there in the cart, grinning from year to year, maybe three foot in height, lank, dark hair hanging to its shoulder. Wide grin, long nose, fetid teeth, and the yellow glowing eyes, and a ragged cap. He again prayed to the Lord, and the creature bounded out of the trap, rolling down the hill, bouncing over the wall. And there the night was followed by an explosion once more. This creature became known as the Colwinston Gnome. 
and its sightings at the time were many. And I would put this down to an obscure folk tale told in old dusty tomes many times. Had it not been for the man I encountered barely two weeks ago, who described thus in the same place. I was travelling up Crack Hill in my car, heading between Bridgend and Cardiff. I was going to see my girlfriend who lived in Cardiff. My car is good and reliable, but as we made our way up Crack Hill, I found that it was finding it difficult, almost as if something heavy had suddenly been put in the back of the vehicle. I changed gear many times, but nothing changed. In the end, I felt there was something wrong with the back of the car. I stopped at the side of a road in an old dark lay-by, picked up my phone and used the torch. I got out of the car and felt like there was a chill in the air that had not been there before. Sky was full of stars. I made my way to the back of the car and looked under it, shining my torch, but could see nothing. But then suddenly I heard a shuffling in the back in the boot. And strangely and sillily I grabbed my key fob, pressed the button and with a great beep the boot slowly opened. And the next part is the part I know you will not believe. But crouched, curled, in the back boot of my car was what I can only describe as a gnome. It was small and round, as broad as it was tall, long pointy nose, and eyes that glowed yellow like a sick fetid moon. It looked at me, grinned and laughed. I tried to close the boot quickly, but it held up its hands and the boot would not close. I started to run down the hill back towards Bridgend, and the thing leapt out of the boot and started to yomp and yondle behind me, its gait like nothing I had ever seen. It almost felt like it would catch me and leap upon my back, but just as it went to do so I fell to the ground. I hit the ground hard. I don't know why I'm not a religious man but I offered a prayer to the Lord above. And then I felt something pass me and I looked and saw the creature rolling down the hill. It rolled to the bottom of the hill. There's an old dry stone wall and it bounced over the wall into the field. And then there was an explosion that seemed to light up the night like it was day. I slammed the boot closed, jumped back in the car and drove like I'd never driven before all the way to Cardiff. I will not travel that road again. That, I swear to you. Strange, isn't it? That almost 200 years pass, but the different travellers on the same road encountered the same thing at different times. But that's what the time between times is all about, isn't it? When the veil between our world and the fairy world grows wafer thin, who knows what we will find or what we will see or what we will encounter. But just know this, that these tales are meant to send a shiver. But that is something we like, that is something we enjoy, and that here at the fire pit is why we have gathered.
You hope you enjoyed that old tale, my friends. Put down your glass. Stand up and button your coat. Make your winding way back to the house. And know that no matter what the week brings, you are fortified by a tale traditionally told. Please get in touch, owenstaten at aol.com. Follow me on Twitter at owenesgriffiths. Or even buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash owenstaten. Or follow me on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash owenstaten7. I appreciate your listening. I enjoy your company so much. and would like nothing more for you to join me again after time between times. No stop.